Hello and welcome to Let That Shit Grow podcast. This is Brooke and I am your host. This past weekend, I had the pleasure of sitting down and having a conversation with Alex Salamone and he has the greatest way of just breaking things down and simplifying them. And I just want to thank you, Alex, for giving me the opportunity to sit down and have this conversation with you and learn so, 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 so much more just about this experience that we're going through life. And I also just want to make sure I take the time to thank you for your service, for serving our country. You're truly amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get into it. Okay, hello and welcome to Let That Shit Grow podcast. This is Brooke, and I have a special guest, and his name is Alex, but don't get offended, Alex. I'm going to welcome you, but I want to make sure I say your last name correctly. So how do you pronounce your last name? It's uh, Salamone. Salamone. Okay, that's how I've been saying it in my head. So Alex (laughs) Salamone. Um, Well, I'm excited to have you here because sometimes when I'm talking to myself, I feel like I could use someone to bounce my conversation with at times, and I'm still learning and growing with my spiritual awakening. So I also feel like I'm limiting my listeners when I'm just giving them what I know because I'm still learning and growing, and I know that's just part of the process, but I feel like you have really dove deep and have been in other connections with the universe and everything on a whole nother level that I have not even touched or tasted yet. (laughs) So I feel like you could really give my listeners a deeper dive into their spirituality and awakening and just that whole uh, situation itself. So I'm happy to have you here. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. It's an honor and a pleasure. As I said, uh, you know, it's not very, um, very, very, common to come across two people complete strangers but um you know you follow the chemistry you follow the connection that you cannot explain and much of that is is just in the world right it's life so many times we are just constantly being guided on things that we cannot explain things that we cannot really pinpoint or or really uh express it because we don't know but we know and so I'm right. excited to uh, to come on here and Yay! share some some thoughts with everybody. <laughs> well, I am excited. So I do. I think I've already kind of touched base with you on this a couple of times. But you're probably like, I get it, Brooke. You have a hard time surrendering. <laughs> but I would love to get an idea of how you surrender. Like, okay, so. My biggest issue with surrendering is when I'm awake and I'm meditating and I'm trying to, you know, that feeling right before you totally surrender to the meditation or to source or whatever, whatever it is you're connecting to. When I start to get that feeling, I like control it and I, I'm still meditating, but I'm not there, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so do what can I do or what can the listeners do if they have that issue with surrendering even with meditation like to know it's okay to not control your mind and your body and it's okay to feel different and out of I think a lot of mine is like feeling like I am detached from my temple and my I don't know it's weird to explain but that's how I feel I don't know how else to explain that but hopefully that makes sense. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, totally. I mean, it it can be challenging to to really express that, you know, when when it, when we think about it, it's it's something so deep um, that it's it's almost like programmed within us because it is. Uh, what mm-hmm. control really is, what 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 it means to surrender, it means to let go, and what it also means is to trust, to trust in the unknown, and we are we have been programmed and built um to not operate with that and that's that's what the ego does the ego protects us mentally emotionally and physically from exterior things that may not feel safe right yeah so you have to remember that we have like a four million year old mind that it has uh gone through a lot uh we have mm-hmm. we've we've evolved in many ways but in in many 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 instances we have we have the same hardware we have the same brain right um okay. and so we have this programming of how the mind works and the, you know from the moment you're born to the moment about 13 years old that's when the subconscious is being built that's when your mind is open and everything that you're experiencing, uh, you know, any, any sort of uh, emotions, any sort of trauma or anything that, that can be uh, that of threat, the, the subconscious builds the ego. It builds the defense mechanism to protect us as we grow older. And so if you think about it, growing up, everything is being done for us, mm. right? Yeah. Every, everything is being done for us. We don't have control of things. And so to have control of yourself, to understand that is to have freedom, to have full freedom. But that's mm-hmm. taken away in so many cases from us as we grow older. So we are all programmed to have control because control is safety, right? Yes. So do you think... Cause it's so frustrating for me. Cause it's like, I want to go there. Like I want to surrender and just let go. Like, do you think it's like a trauma response? Like maybe my wiring that's been, that I've done over the past years from growing up until now that I feel like I can't feel safe enough to surrender and like go to another place. And I have to constantly be aware because there's even times like when I'm doing my meditation, I'll start to feel super relaxed. And then I like open my eyes because I'm like worried, like someone's like walking it. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like my space isn't, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just wish I could feel safe enough to not worry about my physical surroundings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you touched touched up on some pretty important things when it comes to to surrender, right? And it it encompasses so many things, but one of them it is safety, right? It's allowing mm-hmm. that opportunity for you to feel safe. And when it comes to meditation, that in itself, it's a practice, right? It's like right, anything else yeah, that yeah. anything else that we've learned how to do, whether you went to college, whether you learn how to drive a a vehicle or uh, ride a bike, whatever it is everything in the universe has a process. Okay. Mm -hmm. So meditation is, is a tool, but what it really does is it, it forces us to sit with ourselves, right. To with our senses, not just with calming the mind. You see a lot of people think about, Oh, 
when I meditate, the whole point is to calm the mind. Right. Yeah. That's, total math. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one, one out of many things in which you're learning about yourself, right? Mm -hmm. You're learning a, how busy your mind is and how much you lack, lack control of, of it, but also you're learning about your body, connecting with your body, you know, connecting with your breath, connecting with relaxing your body, right. Connecting with your energy mm -hmm. body. And so I even feel that way, even when I do breath work, like if I, and I haven't even done breath work very many times, just because I know this is something I need to work on on myself. But when I do breath work, when I start to get to that phase of like, oh snap, my body's feeling different. Now I don't feel like a human being anymore. Like I'm going mm -hmm. to another place. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. But I want to. So it's just a practice. So I just got to fight through it then. Yeah. And so going back to what we were, you know, essentially talking about is, is in order for you to connect right with, with mm -hmm. meditation, with the, with your different bodies, as, as we, we talk about it and the Chinese have, a um, uh, the five cheese, right. The mm -hmm. five cheese, different bodies, um, to what we call in the West, the, the quantum travel, the quantum body, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, or astral traveling. And, um, but in order for you to do that, you must first believe that you can, but second of all, you must find the space of safety, right? And so this is why it's important, whether you are doing meditation, whether you're trying to deal with any trauma, whether you're trying to reprogram, you're trying to heal, whatever it is you're trying to do, you need to create a safe container, a safe mm. container where it's safe for you to explore, right? Where you feel that it's safe for you to discover yourself so you know this is what, what you're mentioning that when you first get into your space and you're worrying about other things is you're putting you're putting priorities other priorities in front of you mm -hmm. okay and even yeah. though this is something that it's for you subconsciously you don't put yourself first perhaps and you put everything else subconsciously because you're programmed this way right mm -hmm. for whatever reason and so you need to allow yourself that when you are meditating, it is about you build that trust, build that safe container where you can say, Hey, for the next 15, 30 hour, whatever amount of time that you're wanting to do this, it's for you honor that and build, build from that, that space. Yeah. I feel every word you're saying right now, because being a mom of three boys, I think I have just gotten so accustomed to give, 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 worry. Is everyone good? Does anyone need me? So just taking that time to say, Hey, it's okay to just do this by yourself and not worry about if they're going to need you. Everything's okay. Like, I think if I can go into it, that mentality now, when you put it like that, it's like, duh, obviously that was my problem. Like not wanting to put myself first in a moment. But I guess I just kept thinking I was scared to surrender, but I think I was just setting, I thought I was setting intentions for myself, but I really wasn't mentally. Well, you know what it is, I think, and I struggled with this and so many people struggle with this uh, on a day-to-day -day basis is awareness. Mm. When I think of the word consciousness, right? This is a word that's being thrown out quite a bit nowadays. You hear about it. All, oh yeah you know, the consciousness is lifting we're you know all these wonderful things about consciousness from both scientific 
from, from science and the spiritual realm, right? Mm-hmm. But when I, when we just put in the neutral bucket, consciousness is simply awareness. And when we become conscious with ourselves, we start to tap into the awareness of our thoughts, awareness of our emotions, awareness of the life that we are creating, of our surroundings, of our priorities, of our habits. And in that awareness, it is where we start to connect and create and to uh-huh. cut paths is where we start to let go of those anchoring emotions, like letting go of those anchoring thoughts that is not allowing us, that is enabling us to grow, right? Mm, to expand. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said it in the best way possible. See, this is why I need people like you on the podcast to explain <laughs> this in a way I can't explain it because it's stuff I still am learning and struggling with. So it's very enlightening for sure. Thank you. And, and you know, just to, to piggyback to what you were saying about your listeners for you and, and, and your listeners about surrendering. So we talked mm-hmm. about safety, right? Create that safety, that safe container, have consciousness uh, or conscious intentions. So if you're going to devote time to yourself, honor that time, right? Yeah. Fill your cup with water. Maybe for so many years of your life, whether because if you're a parent or you know, you were someone that took care or had a lot of responsibilities, you had to, mm. you got into this mentality, into this habit of giving the last drip of water to everybody else and you having nothing. And now you're trying to change that. And so yeah. the mind needs to learn that you need to teach yourself that, hey, I drink first so that I can, by taming my thirst, I'm able to have the strength to get more water for others. You see? Yeah. And I'm definitely getting to that mentality because growing up, I was one, I was the oldest of like many siblings. So there was just more responsibility and it, it was no one's fault why I had that much responsibility. I mean, honestly, looking back to my childhood, I think there's times like even where my dad's like, oh, you took on so much at such a young age. And I feel so bad for doing that. But I always tell him like that to me, I don't remember it being like that, but I think, yeah, like gradually from the, you know, from childhood up until now, just that subconscious mindset of the giving, pouring water into other cups and not balancing that. And so I have, I would say, well, basically since I've been practicing my spiritual awakening and learning and growing, I've realized how important it is to keep your cup full and how it's okay to be selfish at times. Cause it was almost like if I took time for myself, I was being selfish or I felt selfish in a sense. So yeah, I think it's just definitely a practice of balance. And, and it's funny cause I tell my friends all the time cause I do tarot cards and so I have one friend, I'm always telling her because she's always like, she's such a giver. Like, I don't think I ever hear her tell people no. And I'm like, girl, knock it off. Like you need to balance your cups. You need to fill it up with water <laughs> and keep them balanced. And so you're like, it's funny. You're telling me what I tell others, but sometimes you just need to hear it from someone else. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, and, and what that means is just trusting yourself, right? It's loving yourself. It's if you're going to go into, into this, into this realm of, of surrender, 
right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to go into this realm of connection with yourself, connection with spirit, with God, or whatever you believe in, it takes for you to actually have trust and intention. It is the only way, right? It is no different than when you go to school, uh, to university, or you're you're wanting to apply for a job, right? Of mm-hmm. course, there's, there's differences in intentions, but uh, whatever your intention is, that is our manifesting tool. So it is what our focus comes down to, right? So mm-hmm. when if you're deciding already that you're going to devote time to yourself and you're going to meditate, then follow through and learn what that means and understand the fundamentals. It's not just about sitting with your hands and your knees and uh, right. you know doing a couple of breaths. No, understand the art of meditation. Understand yourself, right? Discover yourself, become your best friend, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Go into this, really for me, meditation is just a time for me to really get to know myself on the most deepest levels. And see, yeah, for and I get that 110% because a lot of times when I am meditating, I'm focusing on what I need to work on or what I need to know or what I need to do or just those are the intentions I set or just meditate to meditate and whatever comes through, comes through. But I feel like during this process of like, respecting myself, finding myself and loving myself, it's changed me as a person. So then there's the effect of who I'm surrounding myself with or um, relationships I have with people and such. But how would you recommend going about that? Because I feel like, especially living in a very small rural community, it's hard to even find those people and I think I've I think naturally it's eliminated itself through the process of me starting a podcast talking openly about my authenticity of who I am and what I believe and feel and there's already been people that have just kind of left I guess like just don't really talk to anymore because it's just not something they connect with or agree with um but I'm finding now that I'm relearning who I am again, I'm struggling with the balance of understanding and not overthinking who I am having relations with and not thinking too hard or too much into it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's another struggle I'm having. Yeah. So going into the path of self-discovery it's a beautiful one, but it's it comes with its challenges, right? And mm-hmm. um, because you start to, when you're tapping into this consciousness, into this awareness, you start to to see things that you didn't see before, right? Absolutely, yeah. And in this, in this information, in this wisdom, in this awareness that you now have, in this perspective, <laughs> if you mm-hmm. will, of yourself, of your life things grow, right? You're either going to keep things or you're going to let go of things. You're going to see, you're going to realize what is serving you and what is not serving you. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes that means letting go of people you love very much. That means sometimes letting go of situations that feel really safe. 
um, whether that may be jobs or relationships or whatever, right? And being open to not what we have been taught, but what feels right in our hearts. And so this is, again, the path of trust, is in trusting the guidance that's coming in, trusting in your heart and knowing what that your intuition is guiding you to what is best for you. Um, but what happens when you're doing this, your vibration starts to change, right? Mm, yeah. So, so if we bring it back to science a little bit, because I like to bring a little bit of everything. For I, I love the science. For yeah. everybody, bring you me know? The science. <laughs> <laughs> so if we, if we talk about science, we know that the energy cannot be created nor destroyed, right? Right. This is a knowing. So we know that um, it can be transformed or transluted from one thing into the other but it cannot be created or destroyed. If that's the case, then we don't create energy. We just shift from dark energy, from negative energy, from low vibrational energy, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. um, to a higher frequency. And when we are elevating to a higher frequency, it's like a radio station, right? I do this. I don't I think anyone does the knobs anymore, but you know, yeah, think, yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> to do the nods for the radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if you're in the, if you're, if you're navigating in the AM radio zone hmm. for the majority part of your life, you're going to hear AM sounding frequencies. So that can be people in your life, people that are maybe are not the most positive. Maybe you might have like, there's still that AM radio where they play like pop music. At least they were. What that oh, yeah. be. Like but, it doesn't, mess. <laughs> but it's still like not as crisp, you know, it's like, it's good music, but you know, it's still like, man, this is like, I guess it's not good for, for AM for, you know, <laughs> but so once you tap into the FM frequency, you instantly notice a difference. Right. And, mm. and, you know, I'm using this, analogy just to so i can explain what i'm about to explain to you all you're good yeah so when you what you're doing and you're tapping into the your fm stations now and you're navigating you're going to see that it's impossible for an am frequency to come into the free fm it's it's not possible you have to go to the am in other words sometimes we have people in our lives that without judgment, without anything like this, we, we honor that they, that's the, 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 the process in which they are in their lives and they have pain or they have unsettled trauma or they have, you know, unsettled emotions. or there's confusion, there's loss, all these things. So they're in the, in the AM frequency. And at one point, maybe that's a place that you were navigating in because, right. You yeah. know, right? So you attracted them because you attract each other because you're vibrating the same frequencies, okay? Mm -hmm. But when you elevate, when you go to the FM, now it's like, oh, you're hearing new sounds. You, sounds being new people, new messages, yes, new opportunities, right? So yeah. naturally, that nobody wants to go back to the AM, <laughs> you know? <No. laughs> but Please, you have no. these people that are going to try to drag you back down to the AM, right? They're going to try it. They're going to put you down. They're going to, they might say things. They might gossip. They might do all these things because they envy you. They are jealous of you or you trigger something in them or they'll tell you the most famous one you've changed. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, mm -hmm. and you say, yes, I have. 
And that's okay, you know? So yeah. all of this is to say that if you're going to do this, honor yourself. Going back again, right? Honoring yourself. Sometimes like it, this involves family. You know, when I, when I was shifting out of my, my AM and healing all this trauma, childhood, healing all of this uh, pain that I had, right? I had to forgive myself first, forgive my parents, forgive those who had hurt, hurt me, learn what forgiveness was, and to honor myself, to honor the fact that those anchors have been cut. And so I can continue to raise the vibration of my experience here on earth. And so it's challenging, but so is many things that you've done in your life that are good for you. Right. So, so it's like some people struggle with diet, but guess what? It goes back to self-love. I mean, it's like, well, how much do you love yourself? Exactly. Do you love yourself enough to do this? Cause I mean, I even went through that phase of feeding myself my temple of what it deserves right and it's like easy to fall back into bad tendencies bad patterns and that's with anything like even for the longest time I was working out I was lifting and then I just stopped and I just was laying around a lot I wasn't being as active I was falling back in that trap of not loving myself and loving myself enough to take that time to say you know what no I need to go to the gym for 45 minutes. The boys are going to live another day. They're good. I'm coming back. They will be fine. But sometimes there's a lot of guilt around that. So yeah, it's crazy how all of this falls back into the love you have for yourself and the trust you have within yourself because it's all inward. It's all inside of you. And I think that's what's so powerful about everybody's awakenings and journeys it's so different from each other like you and I could talk all day on your journey my journey and everyone's journey and not one is going to be the same and that to me is like so beautiful in itself because that's something you can treasure for yourself and like that's for you and no one else can take that away because that's your journey absolutely and it's 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 beautiful because we are unique individuals, right? There's no one mm -hmm. in in the univ in the world that's just like you. Oh yeah, no, no one. So you're one out of one point or seven point something billion people, right? Mm -hmm. So that that's pretty remarkable. And so we don't we don't see ourselves as as this valuable because we have a wound. And so even though we all have our own stories, the principles are the same. And the principle is to heal means to learn how to love yourself. And it sounds weird because we haven't learned because we've been thought to believe we've been believed. We've been taught to believe, excuse me, that, oh, that's selfish. Oh, don't mm -hmm. be selfish. No, it's, it's actually the most unselfish thing you can do, right? Because when yeah. you learn to love yourself, you can now love others Yeah, in a better way in a more, in an unconditional way, you can show yes. up in situations better. Right. So, so yeah, it's, it's, this is why a lot of people are awakening right now. Right. This is, there's a huge awakening, um, such as the one you're experiencing yourself, these spiritual awakenings mm -hmm. that there's something inside of you that like is a calling. Yeah, exactly. That is yeah. calling you. It's calling you home. Home is your heart. 
Yeah, it's wild. Because I mean, I feel like throughout my entire life, even as a child, I felt so connected to something. And it's nothing against people who follow a certain religion or go to a church to practice or anything like that. And it's nothing um, negative towards that. But I was always raised that that's where you surrender to. And that's where you trust. And that's where you go inward and I never felt connected when I was there like I felt more connected playing out in the woods in my dad's backyard or being with people I had such a soul connection with like my grandma like she was my person so like every time I was with her it was always so deep and intimate and then when she passed away it was like something inside of me is like you are going to have to really figure things out and find your path so you can stay connected because she was such an important person in my life. So it kind of sparked that intuition side of me is like, you're so you're still connected to her and it's just gonna be a different way. So I feel like my journey started because I still longed for that connection with her. So I had to think differently than just going to church and praying because it just wasn't doing it for me. So it's crazy how one person or situation can make you reevaluate what is this life we're living? How deep does it go? What is after this? And that was in 2009. And I mean, I'm still just now getting here. So for people who are listening and they're like giving up or feeling like it's not going fast enough, you know, I'm here to say 2009, we're in 2023 and I'm still working on things. I'm still learning you know as you I'm sure can totally relate with for sure but you mentioned how when you were forgiving people in your life um and went through that process on your journey for yourself even just for your own self-love journey but um did you when you we're going to talk about forgiveness real quick but when you were forgiving people, was it face-to-face? Was it on your own end? How did that look? Because sometimes I feel like when I'm forgiving people, I'm writing it down, journaling it. Sometimes I just burn it afterwards. <laughs> like, okay, I released it. It's done. It's gone. But then I feel like I need that connection with that actual soul. Like, I need to tell you I forgive you. Or I need to tell you what kind of impact this has led for me, so on and so forth. But I love you, but I love you enough to say like, this is love for me. Yeah. So how did that look like for you when you were forgiving? Was it face to face? Was it on your own or? So for me, um, my journey is, was always in the understanding of these words, right? Words mean they have meanings and they have vibration and they have energy. Uh, sometimes we say things and we don't know what they mean. And so mm-hmm. I was like, what is forgiveness? How do, how can I forgive someone if I don't even know what, how to forgive? It was never taught to me other than, oh, say sorry, because I was yeah. forced, I was forced to say, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> you know, like that's not forgiveness. So no. I wanted to understand what forgiveness was for myself. So I needed to discover that. And what, the, what I have what I learned in my journey by sitting on my own was that forgiveness is letting go of emotions and loving the people 
the situation, sending love to whatever it is that's caused you pain. Mm. And that's why true forgiveness is so challenging because we hate, we're hanging on to this pain and this pain turns into anger, into resentment, into all of these other emotions, right? And so it's deep rooted into our, our hearts, into our subconscious. And so we can always trim these things, right? But the yeah. root, if, if the root is still there, it's going to grow back. It's going to sh- come up in different ways. That was and a so, perfect analogy real quick. That was great. I like that. <laughs> so I wanted to get to the root of it, of what really forgiveness was. So I sat with myself and I dug deep. You know, I started to first envision all the things that I had, all these pain that I was feeling from my parents, you know, from things that had happened in my childhood, for instance, you know, my parents, unfortunately, back then, they were very emotionally, physically, and mentally abusive, you know, very abusive. And I too, am the oldest out of two brothers and two sisters. And I had a tremendous amount of responsibility at all times and pressure. And I didn't, it was hard for me to forgive them because my mom, she had never even told me she loved me. You know, mm. she, I didn't experience love. That, that was a whole other thing. I had to learn what love was. So how can I forgive someone uh, or a group of people that brought me to this earth, but they just project so much pain mm. towards me that caused me pain? Well, I had to understand them, right? I had to not make it about me, not make it about my pain that I felt from them, but think like, why do they act this way? Hmm. What caused what them? What happened to them, you know? Exactly. And what I came to realize is that this is the same, and part of my, my language, it's the same shitball that's been passed on from generations from after generation. And this is, this is very real ancestral generational energy and trauma that gets passed forward and forward because people don't heal and they grew up a certain way and they continue to they pass that into their kids and so on and so forth and so i i build a compassion and so not an excuse but compassion and understanding that they did the best they could even though it was not good they did the best they could with what they had Mm-hmm. And that was the beginning of my forgiveness, right? Even with some of my more deeper messed up things that I experienced, you know, I had to still go there and say they were so there in so much pain that that pain has overtaken their lives and their heart and it's projected in anger, it's projected in doing these, you know, heinous things that they, that they did. And so it was from that understanding right of of observation that my my forgiveness started and then from there is then just forgiving myself forgiving myself for having to project that anger subconsciously because we do that when we hang yeah. on to to anger we don't realize it but that's energy we're holding on to and it gets coming out whether it's road rage whether it's uh snapping at people or being unkind or whatever it is. And we think, Oh, that's just the way I am. That's just, I've always been this way. Hmm. It comes from somewhere. I promise you, it comes from a lack of, it comes from a feeling of um, that it built this warrior that we call the, the, the um, 
the ego has developed these these uh, protection, so to speak, because of pain. And so once I did that, and once I did that, I spent time with my with my own, I didn't say anything to them. You know what's more powerful than saying things? Not saying anything at all. <laughs> no. Is yeah, it's doing things, showing up. I showing showed up, up to my parents. I loved them unconditionally. You know, they were not very affectionate with me. I was started being affectionate with them. I started to look at them in the eyes and telling them that I loved them. Oh, I started wow. doing things, you know. I constantly sharing with them how grateful I was for all the things they've done for me, expressing gratitude, showering them with true love. Wow. And feeling that for them. And that was healing for them. So not mm. only did I forgive them and I forgive myself, not only did I provide healing for myself, but I was able to provide healing for my parents. That is really powerful because I think a lot of people think, and it's crazy how we even got to this point. Cause like a lot of people don't realize this, but like, we didn't even have a topic. We just were like, Hey, let's have a conversation just for the flow. <laughs> yeah. um, because that's how we do our individual work too. And so it's crazy how aligned our conversation is with even what's going on on my end as well, because I think a lot of times people think if someone's bad or toxic, the best thing you can do is push them away mm -hmm. and to not embrace it with love and stuff. But then you're never going to heal from that relationship because it's not, it's just like stagnant energy almost. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I could really use this, what you just said for myself, because there's family members in my life. Okay, so maybe you could help with this. this. I feel like this became a counseling class one-on-one -on -one for Brooke, but <laughs> I, I have to take advantage of you while I have you. Yes, I'm please. Sorry, but um, so I have family members that I don't currently speak to, but I, it's not because I don't want to. It's because I don't know what I need from that relationship or if it's even really needed, if that makes sense. Like so much time has went on and has passed that I feel like, but I yet, I feel like there's still like that stagnant energy. Like I need to close that up and I need to figure that relationship out to move forward on my journey and on my self-love, even as a mother. Um, but I'm scared if I give love to that person or show up for them in ways they haven't showed up for me is going, it's almost like, I feel like I'm giving something that I don't have to give anymore. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how to rebuild that relationship, but I know that they did. They, and I've always said this to my other relatives who struggled with these people or a person or whoever, um, I do think that they are doing the best that they can do for what they've been dealt. And they're a better person than the people who were raising them and surrounding them. And so I try to remind myself, like, times are not the same. If I was a mom when my parents were raising us kids, 
I don't know if I would have ever been the person I am right now because this type of conversation wasn't happening. You know what I mean? Mental mm-hmm. health wasn't talked about. Um, so I try to remind myself times are different and it's okay to be vulnerable with those people. But then I'm scared. Am I allowing energy in my life that shouldn't be in my life, if that makes sense? So how do you know when it's, how do you set boundaries or how did you set boundaries with your parents when you were showing up for them? And that did sound, it sounds like it repaired a little bit of your relationships or a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, part of, part of forgiveness is also, uh, learning about boundaries, right? Because, um, oftentimes, you know, when, when, we have put ourselves in situations or we have been in situations because boundaries were broken. And uh, so you can forgive somebody, you can love them, but always honor yourself. You know? So what does that mean is know what serves you and what doesn't know that, Hey, my, I love my parents, but they know not to cross those boundaries and I'm firm with them. Right. I love them, but they know everyone knows in the family because they've seen this transformation, but with this love and peace and harmony that I project comes very clear boundaries, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's a simple, you don't have to apply by them, but if you choose to not respect my boundaries, then I am not going to give you the privilege of being in my life. You know, I will still love you, you can still love somebody. Right. Oh, I still love these people or person right. deeply. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe they're just wanting to chill in the AM. And that's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. all right. That's no, no judgment. Seriously, right. we send those people love. We pray mm-hmm. for those people. You know, we really do. We do it from the heart because we forgive them already. But we, they don't have to be in our lives. Right. They don't have to. And I to. think that's my problem is like, those people I don't know if they would respect boundaries so that's my problem like I think that's why I haven't responded to these people or person because I don't know if their intentions are there in the ways I need it to be to protect my kids and myself like and that's where I'm at it's hard having kids and having boundaries with people and let them betray those boundaries because now it's not just me who is going through it. Now it's them. And now I have to allow this type of energy filter through them and me. Mm-hmm. And so that's, yeah, that's definitely a struggle with me right now with people. I would say don't focus about how people are going to feel about your boundaries. Focus how the boundaries feel to you. Mm. okay because yeah. it's not about oh i want to have this boundary but i'm afraid that how joe down the street is going to feel about that boundary <laughs> you know yeah no it's true though for sure because a lot of times people say i'm gonna set this boundary i'm gonna do this and then the reaction they get from those people and it's like well this is too hard like i'll just resort back to what i allowed before this boundary yeah they, they give up you know and or they say well i feel bad you know, mm. that's the famous one I always hear. 
And people would tell yeah. me, they're like, how are you so like that with your family? Because yeah. I, I sometimes I have to, I had to say that it's very firm. It's very loving, but it's mm. very firm. My, my, my line is very clear. Don't cross it. If you do, I'm not going to latch at you. I'm not going to do any of these things. I'm just not going to have you in my life because you don't respect me. Mm. So it's boundaries. crazy how all of this goes back to love for yourself, though. Like exactly every single part of mm -hmm. healing and going through this journey with yourself and surrendering all these things, everything goes back to self-love. Mm -hmm. Because when you have self-love, you have self-worth and it's mm -hmm. easy to set boundaries because you value yourself. You let, yeah. And that's what's so crazy because when I was when I was finding Brooke again, like I feel her coming back. Like I, I remember this person, like she was just, it was like a peeling an onion effect. And I remember looking at family members, like I love myself too much now to mm. allow this to happen, or I love myself too much to have these types of conversations or allowing these conversations to lower myself and my self-love and everything I've worked towards and look going back to the way I would have responded a year ago, 10 years ago, you know, and it was like a tower moment for me. I had a huge tower moment. Um, I don't know, it was probably like five or six months ago. And I was like, it was just this awareness came through. And that was the first time I realized what awareness was mm. and realizing that I am in control of my conversations. I am in control of these people that I allow myself. And it's okay to love yourself and say, I love myself too much for this conversation right now. I can't go there. Yeah. I mean, again, it's what is, what is your intention? What, what do you want to get out of life? I ask every single one of you listening to in this moment right now, what do you want to get out of life? Do you want to experience joy, happiness, bliss, ecstasy, excitement, adventure? Do you want to experience those things? How can you know what light is if you don't have a dark place for you to show to see the light? Mm -hmm. It's a balance. I mean, you have to have the good with the bad. Right. You have to have the dark with the light. And and so many, many teachers, many different religions, many different um, uh sections of spirituality talk about this the yin and the yang for instance and the positive and the negative and so on and so forth but my point is you have experienced all of these things in your life so where do you want to take it next what is it that you want to accomplish that is the number one the first question that you want to ask yourself while you're on this beautiful loving earth what experiences do you want to have? What are you feeling that you want to let go? What does freedom mean to you? Is that important? Because in that freedom, you will feel love. You will feel self-love. You will feel joy and all these amazing other things. But guess what? In order to free yourself, you have to cut the chains of the things that are anchoring you down. So that means mm -hmm. doing that shadow work. That means going into the darkest, not so pretty places that you have had to go to in your life and facing those things. And I think that's what some people, and I'm glad you 
touch base on that because I have talked to some people who are like, you resort back to the past too much when you're healing. But I'm like, how am I supposed to know how to do better? Or how am I supposed to know the type of person I want to be and who I, who I truly am if I don't reminisce a little bit or go back and heal because those those wounds were so deep and changed who I was for such a long period of time. I feel like if I don't resort back and don't reevaluate myself, I'm never going to get to where I'm going. But I feel like some people have told me like, you need to look forward. You need to look forward. You're going back too much. So what would you think on that? So I'm sure you've, you've gotten a scar once in your life, right? maybe a cut or something right so let's just i, I use yeah. a lot of analogies by the way if you mm-hmm. if you haven't like figured it. that out yet you're good so let's say you get a paper cut mm-hmm. okay and instead of putting a band-aid on it you just keep on touching it and you keep messing with it and you open it and it bleeds and it starts scabbing and then you peel the scab and it bleeds again right and then you continue to do this over and over and over and it just never fully heals right and what could have been like a tiny little maybe nothing even right it ends up being over time this gigantic nasty looking thing right because you've Mm -hmm. been picking at it and every time you go to it now you remember that and you you remember because it's it's huge and it's sticking out and now it's a it's a huge scar Mm. okay and so what it what this whole thing means is there's there's a boundary there is a line which we have to be careful of when it comes to the past go back to what caused the paper cut oh yeah i cut myself oh yeah remember now that happened now you're in the present do what you need to heal that Mm. wound okay to heal okay. that one, to not keep opening it and messing with it and going mm. back to it over and over and over. No, sit down, clean it up, put the little bandaid and forget about it. No, that's, that's it. perfect. I really love how you, that analogy was perfect. I love that. Right. And then when you take off the bandaid, you're like, oh, wow, it's healing lovely. Don't pick at it. Don't yeah. pick at it. <laughs> right. <laughs> let it heal <laughs> yeah. it takes time it takes time for it to heal it takes time for us to heal mm-hmm. so when we go back to the past we need to do so in with intention with intention of saying hey i'm here i don't want to keep coming back here i'm coming here once to fix to let go to heal whatever needs to be healed to cleanse this wound patch it up and so i can move forward understand that it's going to take time to heal but as things come up as these triggers come up or whatever it is from the past to not give in to pulling right to to Mm -hmm. uh, peeling off the scab but to say hey it's healing i'm healing take Mm -hmm. some deep breaths and then allowing to let it go allow to trust yourself hey i'm letting this go this no longer serves me i am free of this pain I'm free of this, of this incident. Right. And of course this, I'm just giving you all a very high level, you know, uh, I guess definition of this, but there's a lot more depth into that, but essentially that's what it comes down to. Right. That's 
the perfect way to explain it. And I think the only reason why certain people think I'm resorting to the past too much is because I have a lot of past wounds that I'm self-reflecting on. It's not that I'm going back to one situation every single time. It's It's been a, a phase like stepping stone. Okay, now I'm focusing on this in my life. So now I'm self-reflecting on that. And so to those people, I think they just think I'm always going back to the past, but I am, but it's different situations and different things I'm reflecting on every time. So I feel better knowing how you said, just don't keep picking at it. I guess it's not one situation I'm constantly picking at. I'm just self-reflecting on every wound I've had to know because it, those wounds have, I guess, built this person I had become. And so now I'm trying to peel back those layers back to where it all started. Loving that time, loving that, or embracing it with love, I guess. I should say each situation and then letting it go. But there's just so many of them. I think it seems like I'm constantly going to the past, but I'm going to the past for different things all the time. And I would recommend, you know, what helped me is just going to the root and focusing on one thing at a time. You know, mm -hmm. it's like it's like habits. You know, you can become very overwhelmed by all the bad habits you have. Oh my gosh, I can write down a list of all the bad habits. Like we all could, I'm sure, right? And you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I have so much, so many bad habits and I'm, I feeling overwhelmed or like, oh, I, I need to go do this and this and this, and I want to get fit and I want to eat better and all this other stuff. And then mm. you end up doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, right? It's almost too much that you put on your plate to do. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. In, in order for you to, to really, uh, make, uh, progression to pr progress, right. I think my experience has been is just picking a root. A root's not just one root. There are many. <laughs> so pick yeah. one little string of root of, of a rooted uh, situation, trauma, whatever it may be, that you feel really called to healing. And while this root obviously is connected to others and to the tree and to the leaves and to the branches, mm -hmm. focus on the root. Mm focus on healing that because you'll you one thing you'll notice which is beautiful is when you heal a root you heal an entire tree sometimes this makes complete sense because i think i've been just trying to heal all the limbs the leaves and not the root so it's, it seems like i'm healing so much in the past because i haven't went to the root of what i'm healing and that's exhausting and it's overwhelming right mm. yeah i love it when people are like i'm so proud of you for healing it's like dude i'm struggling <laughs> i'm struggling i mean i love healing don't get me wrong i enjoy the process but yeah it's definitely a process mentally it's a journey not a destination mm. and people don't like to, to hear that but it's true i'm still it's healing true. oh yeah I, 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 always... I truly believe people like and i tell people this all the time like you aren't done working on yourself. I feel like unless if you just want to be done working on yourself, because mm -hmm. there's always going to be something we, we want to work on or need to work on or do differently. I don't think there's ever a perfect persona of yourself at any time in your life. There's a better persona of yourself, but if you want to be done working on yourself, be done, but you're never going to be done. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be work. 
You know, I, I changed that mm-hmm. word of like, oh, it's because when we think of work is like, oh, we have to go and do something as physical. It's hard. It's, you know, it's exhausting. But yeah. I, I say I get to improve. Uh... I get to heal. I get to expand. I get to, you know, grow. I get to do this because I choose to do it because I want to. And mm-hmm. the more you do this healing, the easier it gets. You reach some bumps and you're like, wow, I'm excited because this is so intense, which means that the the reward of this is going to be amazing. Maybe, I know because yeah. I've been here, you That's know? That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I've, I've been looking at it as a work, like a job. Like I have to do this to be the better version of myself. I've got to do this. I've got to do the work. So I'm glad you said that because I think that definitely changes the intentions of healing. Words are powerful. They're very, very powerful. And again, it's like being conscious is the things that we say to ourselves as well, right? Mm -hmm. The words that we use, for example, incredible. It's not credible. It's incredible. It's not, you know what I mean? So the words that we use like morning, like morning, like, or good morning, you know, I always say good day. You know, I do say good morning now and then, but, you know, these words do have meaning. So we have to be careful the words that we use because they have meaning. They have energy. They have its own little frequency. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, I haven't even been there yet. I haven't even went there. (laughs) Sparking a whole nother thing I need to visit. But I feel like I could seriously talk to you all day on this stuff. But I know that podcast, a lot of times you want to try to keep it an hour or less right so I think we've been at an hour but I feel like there's like a list of things but where can people you have a podcast Uh, what is your podcast called it's called bravery living okay so people can follow you there and is there any other things that they could follow you on social media wise or to invite them to that yeah absolutely so um, I have ig and same thing is called bravery living and uh, I have a TikTok in which I like to go on there and, and do lives and talk about various different topics to help people to just um, alleviate or just share some perspectives and wisdom and knowledge and all that good stuff. And I also have a YouTube channel um, that I'm not super active on, but I will start to be a little bit more active. And there's all sorts of information there that I share uh, from plant medicine to meditation uh, as well as just some tools and things that uh, that might be might be it would help you in your journey, but yeah, those those are the main ones. Awesome. Okay. Well, so I have a lot to catch up on on your end of social media because I didn't even realize you had that all going on. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> um, but it's been a pleasure having you on, and I think we should definitely do another episode sometime soon because I feel like there's a lot more we could definitely talk about. So. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Brooke. It was an, it was a really beautiful experience and I'm yeah. glad that we did it. I really appreciate uh, you reaching out and sharing this energy and this time with your listeners. I'll be uh, I'll be sharing in my podcast as well. Awesome. Um, so I'll make sure to get all your details afterwards, but thank you so much. Perfect. Thank you.